Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And today I'm going to share with you what type of insurance does a freight broker need in order to get started, right? There's a lot of misconception around this. I get questions all the time around this. And the good news is that the FMCSA, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, does not require any form of insurance in order to become an active broker with a legal and authority to broker freight. Okay. So that's the good news. Clap for that. Right. So there's no requirements. All right. But I do want to explain to you some optional coverage, right? Some optional coverage that you may choose to have as a way to mitigate risk and just to maybe sleep a little better at night, depending upon where you are in your business. But again, the good news is as a new freight broker, just to get your license, to get your authority and to get up and running, you are not required to have any form of insurance. Okay. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Dennis Brown. I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. I've done over $200 million as a freight broker. Uh, about a decade ago, I launched Freight Broker Bootcamp, which is the most cost-effective and comprehensive online freight broker training program. Uh, we have trained over 10,000 students. We offer a 60-day 100% money-back guarantee. And so, you know, this is these trainings are a part of what I do in and around that. So today we're going to talk about some optional coverage that freight brokers may choose to have, but are not required by law. Okay. And they are not required in order to grow your business. Okay. So let's talk about uh, some of the insurance policies or some of the insurance coverage that you may want to consider as your company grows. Right. Number one on the list is workers compensation. Now as a solo broker or a solopreneur, you are not required to have workers' compensation. But once you hire your first employee, most states are going to require you to have workers' comp coverage. Now, workers' comp coverage covers medical costs and lost wages for work-related injuries and illnesses, all right? So that's what workers' comp does. Uh, the good news is, even if you do have to get workers' compensation, when you're first starting out, it's very inexpensive. You know, if you have one employee, you know, it might be a couple hundred bucks, right? Every employee that you add or the increase in payroll you do over time, your workers' comp premium will go up, but it's a very limited cost, right? If you've got a lot of employees, then typically you're driving a lot more revenue. So ultimately, it's very affordable insurance, and it's something that most states require by law if you have employees. But as a startup, you're typically going to be a solopreneur. You may not have any employees, so chances are you're not even going to need that workers' comp coverage. But I would strongly suggest that you check based upon your local state that you're in to ensure whether you do need that or not. Just reach out to a local uh, workers' comp professional, and they'll be able to tell you whether you do need it. Okay? So that's number one, workers' comp. Number two is general liability insurance. Now, everybody's heard of general liability insurance. It's kind of known as the slip and fall insurance. So for example, if you were a freight broker and someone walked into your office and they slipped and fell, um, you know, that general liability insurance is typically going to uh, help pay for legal defense as well as pay out any claims that may be due due to any sort of a lawsuit or a claim negotiation. Okay. So that's where the insurance company comes in and helps you pay for legal defense and pays out claims based upon how that policy is written. Okay. So it's not cargo insurance. It's not auto insurance. It's general liability insurance. And again, this is a total optional coverage, but if you decide to get it, depending upon what state you're in or, or, you know, some different variables, you know, it's usually somewhere in the range of maybe around 300 to a thousand bucks. 
uh, per year, depending upon um, your revenue, depending upon different variables, whether you have an office, stuff like that. So ultimately, um, there are, you know, it's very cost effective if you do choose to get it. But again, that's another optional coverage, general liability. Number three is contingent cargo insurance. There's a lot of misunderstanding about contingent cargo insurance. Let me explain to you what it's not. It's not primary cargo and it's not primary liability insurance like a carrier has in order to operate as a motor carrier. As a motor carrier, they need to have cargo, primary cargo insurance, and what's called BIPD, bodily injury personal damage insurance, right? Typically the BIPD is in the amount of a million or more. And in most cases, the cargo insurance is typically a hundred thousand or more to cover the cargo. Now, contingent cargo is not that. That's not what it is. Contingent cargo is a supplemental policy that helps cover brokers, okay, when a primary insurance from the carrier does not denies a claim, okay? So if they deny the claim for whatever reason, you know, that's where contingent cargo can start to kick in. Again, the, they'll help provide legal defense and the cost associated with that as well as any claims that are paid out based upon how that policy is written. Okay, so it's very similar to general liability in the way they help you, which again is with, with money uh, to help pay for lawyers, the giving you experienced lawyers that work in-house, as well as helping you, you know, cover the claim based upon how that policy is written. So if you get sued for a million dollars and you know they have to pay that million dollars out, then that that insurance company is actually going to cover that claim. So that's an example, okay? So that's contingent cargo insurance. The last one I'm going to talk about today is what I is what's kind of referred to as spot or spike or per load insurance. This is a cargo insurance type product. Uh, it's not contingent cargo. It's not primary cargo like a carrier has, but it is a cargo type coverage. And it was designed more towards, it's usually done on a per load basis. You'll see it inside of load boards or even inside of transportation management software, different TMS, where you can insure on a per load basis. That's what a lot of people refer it to. Uh, it typically is more expensive than a typical contingent cargo policy, but it also usually has a little bit wider uh, coverage. And with, and again, product you know details and, and features can vary, but ultimately... Um, it's on a per load basis. So you don't need to insure all of your revenue, your entire business. You may just insure one individual load or one individual customer. Um, and that's done on a per load basis. Okay. And again, that's designed to help uh, protect not only you, but your shippers, right? So those are an example of some of the different types of insurance products that freight brokers frequently use and or are presented as options to help limit their risk and their liability as an entrepreneur, as a business, right? So we talked about workers' compensation. If you're hiring employees, we talked about general liability, which is kind of that slip and fall type policy. We talked about contingent cargo insurance, which is supplemental cargo insurance above and beyond uh, the primary cargo insurance. We talked about spot and uh, spike and or per load uh, basis, which is usually, again, for high value freight or maybe freight that's been excluded from different primary cargo policies. So that gives you an example of some of the type of the, the insurances that, that you have options to purchase as a freight broker, but are not required in order to get started or to grow your business. 
I don't think we had our contingent cargo policy until we'd been in business for over six months. And then at that point, the reason why we brought it on is because we had a shipper that was guaranteeing us that they would give us a certain volume of loads based upon having that contingent cargo and it more than paid for itself, right? So that's the reason why we did it. We kept our expenses very lean when we first started. And I suggest you do the exact same thing. And remember, beyond just having the fact that I've done over $200 million as a freight broker, I also have freightbrokerbootcamp.com, which is the most cost-effective and comprehensive online freight broker training program available online today. Number one, okay, without question. Um, we've trained over 10,000 students, been in business over a decade, and I can't make it any easier. We offer a 60-day, 100% unconditional money back guarantee if you're not happy for any reason. So check that out at freightbreakerbootcamp.com and I look forward to seeing you next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.